human touch. The command deck on board the Arlington is an array of computer screens and flashing lights. To the untrained eye, it looks more like a video arcade than a tactical control system. Since the latest refit to install several new systems, the area on the bridge has developed a decidedly claustrophobic feel to it. Everything in the room is absolutely necessary, and each station has a distinct purpose. But the addition of the new stations has cut down space on the bridge considerably. The rear wall houses the firing controls for the defensive systems. To the right of that are the offensive strike systems. And in the center of this congested area is the central command station, complete with a horizontal table monitor for use in tactical overview and situational awareness. Directly in front of the central command station are housed the radar system terminals and the ship controls. Finishing off the front area of the bridge are the large shielded windows that give a traditional look and feel to the ultra-modern U.S. Navy ship. The Arlington has an elaborate array of defensive and attack options at her disposal. Everything from conventional weapons to cruise missiles to her latest acquisition, the high-output laser cannons, otherwise known as the Archon system. This laser system was actually the reason for her latest deployment. The Arlington's crew has been testing the new systems in a real-world type of environment, and now she is finally returning to port. The Arlington hasn't even seen a port for several months. It's been all work and no play for the ship and her crew. The last few weeks have seen the most intense series of tests thrown at the new systems yet. The report sent back to command stated plainly, the new systems performed well beyond any expectations, and the control software functioned perfectly. Initially, the military had some concerns about the possibility of the ship suffering from an excessive power drain during the use of these new systems. But, in the end, the onboard generators easily held their own. The Archon system is not the only new weapon system aboard the Arlington, however. She also possesses the ability to deploy a more traditional set of attack options. This includes the use of nuclear warheads and, if necessary, the use of a state-of-the-art torpedo elimination system. The Arlington is years ahead of anything in her class, and possibly the most dangerous ship sailing the open waters of the Atlantic. Commander Lynch. Yes, sir, replied Lynch. Prepare the mooring ropes. Yes, sir. A moment later, Lynch confirmed. Ropes ready, Captain. All back one-third, Captain Leffler ordered. Answering all back one-third, sir. Ahead two knots. Two knots, sir. Over the span of several minutes, the ship pulled in, and using her new pod propulsion system, the large ship slid virtually sideways toward her berth. This stuff is cutting-edge tech. The new ship design allows the Arlington to maneuver entirely tug-free. This kind of thing was previously unheard of, especially for a vessel of this size. The Arlington slid smoothly into port, and the assistant tugs never moved an inch. To the dock workers, the complete lack of assistance for the large ship was seen as something akin to magic. The Arlington gradually slowed and then gently slid to starboard, stopping with precision in her space at the dockside. This is literally a brand new thing for today's military ships. The workers on the dock stopped and watched in amazement as the cruiser slipped unassisted into her berth.
When the Arlington finally came to a stop, the dock workers hurried to help tie her off. The docks came back to life as the ship began to take on fuel and offload trash, materials, and crew. It's quite a sight to see, and it all happens with the smooth precision of a well-planned ballet. At once, the side hatch opened, and a ramp extended to the dock. At the same time, the large gantry crane began pulling cargo out of the center hold and moving it onto the dock, where forklifts began dispersing it to the various locations. 2. It's early in the morning, around 0700, and First Sergeant Bruce Buckner is just coming down the passageway to the storeroom inside the ship. This is his favorite part of the day. Bruce stands five feet seven inches tall, has black hair, and his uniform, as usual, is in perfect condition. In one hand, he's holding the files required to update...